0: Classic Business with Michael Avery, sponsored by Alex Forbes, for insight, advice and impact. Welcome back to Classic Business Uh, and time to uh, look offshore a little bit with Brian Rushmere, uh, investment analyst from Levantine & Co., a Cape Town-based independent offshore investment management firm who believes recessions are obviously a common occurrence during uh, investment cycles. So it's important that investors keep their reserves and uh, remain focused on their investment goals. Uh, And he also believes a diversified global multi-asset strategy is a prudent approach to navigate the uncertainties uh, that we're seeing at the moment. Brian, welcome. Uh, Considering the the complex financial ecosystem last year, uh, interest rates, inflation, geopolitical uncertainty, can you just identify the top few events or moments for you that had a substantial impact on the various sectors and really reshape the dynamics of investment and market performance last year?
1: Hi, Michael. Yeah, that's um, that's a great introduction. And yeah, just uh, if we focus on what happened in the U.S. market, it's been yeah, yeah, ups and downs. Obviously, the main theme is the, the inflation fight that uh, the Fed had to deal with. Um, but if we look at what key elements happened, um, you know, key events, I would say, through the year, uh, started off at the beginning of the year, Microsoft investing in OpenAI, which are the makers of ChatGPT. And I think most of us know how that took over um, the globe, um, the, the powers of ai um, and how it can be used and i think everyone you know, was able to uh, use that product in their own capacity and they just um propelled you know the the powers of ai across markets and um for you know the leaders of um, the bigger companies around the world and that's just propelled a lot of the um, investment um through the P 500 particularly the magnificent seven which uh, Probably the readers might know which are the big seven stocks, of the likes of Apple, Google, et cetera, that have led and almost carried the S&P 500 last year, even though we know the Fed have been re- um, hiking throughout the year. And it's just been kind of a balance, I would say, between mm. those two elements.
0: Mm. And, uh, you know, one can almost start talking about the S&P. Uh, 7 versus uh, the S&P yeah. other 493. And it's such an interesting yeah. point there because uh, often we, we look at how strong the U.S. market um, is and, and was last year and the economic resilience that we see in the U.S. despite uh, ratcheting up interest rates at uh, what was at the fastest pace in four decades. And, yeah. uh, and, we, and we look at valuations and we think, well, the U.S. is overvalued but the other yeah. 493 companies are not valued at the same level as the magnificent 7 so i mean how do you see this uh this distortion of the s&p 500's performance uh, raising questions about the sustainability of its current trajectory and and how do you see this now playing out through the course of this year
1: yeah, it's it's a great great um, analysis, and we do a lot of work on you know, stripping out those top seven companies and say what okay, what are we left with here? And we see that the the S and P four nine three have not have they fared okay? Nothing like the, the twenty plus percent is more. I think at the end of the year around five percent, four percent. So it's really kind of I think in or investors we need to just be aware that. It's not as rosy as the headline looks, and there's a lot of um a lot of the you know, slowdown that's still happening um across the rest of the market and it's just the highlighting that you know, if you just take the top line it's not we don't see it as as healthy as it is um it definitely is is okay for now, but um I think we just the time it takes for the fed regs to to really infiltrate the markets can still take some time. And that's what we kind of Mm -hmm. looking forward in 2024.
0: Uh, Do do you think that, that R word, it was something we were talking about at the beginning of last year, the risk of recession seemed to be on, on everyone's lips. It did fade though, because of those lag effects, I think, uh, that, that we saw from, from the Fed, you know, it does take time from the time you hike rates uh, to the time that you really start seeing a major impact mm-hmm. in the real economy. Do you think that risk is now elevated this year? And um, what would your advice be for investors in the event that we do see a recession in the world's largest economy?
1: Yeah, I think as you know a lot of. I think yeah, last year it was the most anticipated recession of all time, and that was very yeah, it was very. Everyone was expecting it, and it just it just made sense if you look at all the economic indicators, and I think a lot of what at least the U.S. consumers, they had a bunch of savings that were accumulated post-COVID. And we, as we graph that, the savings should be depleting over the first half of this year. And that's where we see the real pain um, infiltrate in the U.S. market when yeah, the U.S. consumer has to borrow more, spend more, and um, use their credit cards, right? use up their savings. And that's where we see... Um, kind of the potential recession i think we as at our at our company we preparing for both kind of avenues of outcomes and um, that's what i think i can recommend for the listeners out there is making sure that you are prepared for either outcome i i like to compare long-term investing with um with managing or selling it on a sailboat and you know if you if you're on the the waters and the wind changes uh, you just need to be able to adjust your sails it's not that um, things not that things are things have changed that dynamics have changed but do you have the tools and opportunities to take advantage of the recession you know it's in my mind a great opportunity to get into those investments at much better prices and Therefore, almost less risk you know if you're buying mm-hmm. assets that are extremely overpriced it's i would say it's, yeah, it's can it can work out, but it's just when you you know when you look for those opportunities in a recession it's more about taking advantage and not being scared of scared of yeah, recessions um, that's kind of how how I would look at it.
0: Brian Rushmere, thank you very much. Uh, Investment analyst from Levantine & Co. uh, Based in Cape Town, an independent offshore investment management firm, saying that recessions uh, are obviously a common occurrence, but one needs to be able to uh, build some ability to respond to uh, what is a very uncertain future into 2024. You're listening to Classic Business. Classic Business with Michael Avery, sponsored by Alex Forbes. For insight, advice and impact.